I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Stan, Ro, Chino, and Emil from the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And we're so happy to announce that Wrestling Quiz Nights are finally back. Yes, we are doing it this September 23. And appropriately enough, we're calling it the Wrestling Quiz Night. The Wrestling Quiz Night. Chino, tell them more about it. So usually, before the pandemic, we'd have these once in a while. The would be your basic question and answer format and themes. But this time around, since I was put in charge, we're doing things a little differently. Yes, we are going to test you on your wrestling knowledge, but we will also test your wrestling fandom. What does that mean? Come and find out. This will be an interesting night of wrestling, shared love for professional wrestling on Saturday, September 23 at the Hobby Stadium. Siyempre, pag may quiz night, meron din tayo mga papremyo. And you get these cool prizes from our friends and partners, a sensational sharing action figure from Hobby Line Toy Store, and some wrestling t-shirts from everybody toys and collectibles and from also our partners from Hobby Stadium they got some WWE trading cards to give away plus some GC so yun. so if you join in you'll have fun and then you also get the chance to win these cool amazing prizes yeah and you can play by yourself you can grab a friend you can be a duo or a trio or even more if you don't care as long as you drop by and come by you can also you know just come and vibe with us if you don't want to play and feel the pressure of winning all these cool prizes so once again Hobby Stadium New Manila Doña Hemady Street and it's going to be a September 20 8 p.m. Tickets are 350 pesos. Just come in and walk by and we'll have some fun. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, and Chino Liao checking in on an audio-only Picks of the Week special. That's how we like to begin our week here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Putting together some of the best wrestling from the week that was, just so we can help you cherry-pick 
Ano yung mga gusto niyong panoorin In case you don't have the time to catch everything Kami na naman, we don't have the time to catch everything But we do make time to catch as much as we can And to distill it for you The very busy, hopefully working Pinoy wrestling fan Before we get to our picks Let's tell you about a couple of events That are going on in our well, in our part of the wrestling community Dito sa Pinas Let's start off with Quiz Night Which is happening in just a few days Saturday, September 23 Yeah, we just got a lot more prizes in store for everybody. Sa Quiznet, tumataginting na t-shirts, figures, trading cards, gift certificates, all up for grabs at the very first in a long time. Uh, wrestling Quiz Night, hosted by the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It'll be a night where everybody gets to test their wrestling metal, their wrestling know-how in a series of questions and or activities uh, that will really put you to the test through the rigor, so to speak. So you want to know what those are? Well, only the only way you can find out is to come to our little quiz night. That's happening September 23, 8 p.m. at the Hobby Stadium in Jofani Building, Donya Hemedy, New Manila, Quezon City. Tickets are at 350 pesos. That gets you entry to the quiz night and a free iced tea courtesy of the good people of Hobby Stadium. Yeah, uh, thank you very much to our partners who have really been so supportive of everything we're doing for Quiz Night, just to uh, bring it back for the wrestling fans here in Metro Manila at least. So shout out to our friends from Hobby Line Toy Store. They provide a sensational Sherry action figure to our friends Dwayne and Dwight Manalastas of Everybody's Toys and Collectibles. They've got some wrestling shirts that they're giving away. And to our friends from Hobby Stadium, Mr. Steven Go and the rest of the gang, they're giving us uh, those WWE trading cards, those GC, and t-shirts from uh, from Hobby Stadium And as we've been saying in our promotional material You can come in and play on your own You can be part of a tag team Be in a trio Max na siguro yung 4 or 5 But everybody pays a ticket to join And it should be a lot of fun Whether you're playing on your own or with your friends Siyempre the goal is to make more friends out of this experience So we hope that you can uh, join us for Quiz Night Happening on September 23, Saturday at Hobby Stadium That's at uh, Doña Hemady Corner, E. Rodriguez Avenue in QC May parking right, uh, chat for those of people who are oh, really yeah, asking yeah. for may parking. Yeah. Also very accessible by via public transportation. So mm-hmm. I have no excuse to miss out, guys. <laughs> wow, well, no excuse. Uh, I mean, uh, barring any important life events. Oh yeah, of you know. course. Yes, life and all that. Yes. Uh, but hey, um, you can also just come by if you don't want to play. Um, there's It's totally fine to just vibe and you know chill out with the rest of the wrestling community. Maybe... Um, uh, talk shit about the people playing if you want to roll like that. But uh, yeah, I'm totally fine. There will, there will be as well uh, some at least one MWF wrestler who will be there to hang out. So Yo. yeah, that might yeah come by. Uh, just pay tickets. Pay for your ticket at the door. No need for any fancy apps or websites here. Uh, just have fun. You get free one free iced tea, as Gina said, and um, a night spent with the best of our local wrestling community in Metro Manila. Yeah, so there, uh, all of that coming uh, your way on Saturday, September 23. We've also got our growing Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community uh, community where you can be part of all of our events. Uh, among them, yung mga watch parties natin. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing an NXT watch party for No Mercy next week. That's going to be an October 1 Sunday, uh, Manila time. Uh, we'll just be at home hanging out. So feel free to jump on our Discord to watch that with us via the WWE Network. And if you're not on Discord yet, all you got to do to be part of that as well is to sign up for our Patreon program, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as $5 or at around 275 pesos in our rising dollar peso palitan here in the Philippines. Thank you to uh, the Beebs enjoying his well-earned vacation in oh, Singapore. Oh, Singapore shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, when you join our Patreon program, you get access to our Discord where we talk about um, anything, really. Uh, sports, mostly TV shows, video games, the local, I mean, the the, re- the current wrestling that's happening right now. Uh, I'm sure that people you ask um, in the Discord will tell you that it's a nice little community we got going on. Um, it's also about the camaraderie and uh, support for, you know, your favorite longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. And siempre, we are doing our pasabais, our test run for this new uh, system we're doing is uh, is has worked out well. Uh, we're only waiting for the last couple of merch to come here to the Philippines because uh, on the backlog on WWE shop with the, you know, the glut of orders for the LA Knight t-shirts. So once we, uh, we're about to open a new batch because uh, our orders are mostly fulfilled. So stay tuned for when that is going to be. It's going to be coming soon. Siyempre, tatapat natin yan sa, sa mga payday ng mga tao. So if you are eyeing some legit WWE merch, um, AEW merch, Pro Wrestling Tees merch, or even from stores outside of those uh, usual uh, wrestling merch sites, just hit us up. And if you are a part of the Patreon program, you get some preferential rates, um, a little more discounted than the rates we're giving out to our uh, to our new customers, if you will. So, yeah, try it in. Please sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as $5. All right, now that we've gotten our housekeeping stuff out of the way, let's get to our picks. We're going to start with Chino, and this is something that's now up on Netflix, which a lot of people have been talking about. Yeah, it's Wrestlers, a docuseries, seven-part docuseries produced by Netflix. And what it essentially is about is OVW and the people behind the scenes. So currently, Al Snow serves as the CEO and one of the co-owners of OVW after WWE parted ways with it a few years back. So OVW, known of course as the former developmental territory of the WWE, Jan galing yung infamous or famous batch na sila Cena, Orton, Batista, Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin, Many, many years later, OVW is still around and we get an inside look on how everything is run. And by inside look, I mean really inside. We get messy and delve deep into the lives of the wrestlers currently under the OVW brand or promotion. We also get an inside look into the wrestling business as a whole. On a weekly basis, we discuss the goings-on in the wrestling world. And itong docu-series na to also tackles that in depth and very well done, if I may add. So that was actually what took up most of my weekend. Uh, binge, watch, in between doing my special and other things, I had time to sit down and watch all seven episodes 
of wrestlers. And it was actually a very, very successful binge for me. I really, really suggest that as wrestling fans and even as non-wrestling fans, wrestlers should be added to your uh, watch list. Yeah, how many episodes have you seen? I have only seen the first episode today. Uh, I was busy catching up on all the wrestling over the weekend. Uh, It's interesting. Yeah, Uh, Chino said that non-wrestlers or non-wrestling fans should should watch it. And I agree with that. Especially wrestlers who aren't part of the business, uh, you know, behind the scenes as a wrestler or someone working in production. Uh, everyone has to watch this to understand what we, meaning to say, industria, are going through on a surprisingly and, you know, uh, uncomfortably, you know, regular basis here. And uh, it's really a little off-putting how how much or how familiar the scenarios in in the series in, in the docu series is to all of us here so uh to me I, I felt like the first episode was like okay i don't need to watch this this is literally our lives over, from over the past decade or so because i have a chef friend who refuses to watch this to watch the bear for the exact same reason so it's not yeah it's not that i refuse it's not that I refuse to watch it. It's more of, okay, this doesn't cover any new territory for me, but uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it because it's obviously not made for us wrestling fans. Because there's a whole lot of explanation going on. Like uh, David Shoemaker is in there, really well made up as well, talking about what wrestling is, what pro wrestling is, how it goes down, what the business is all about. Al Snow also discusses all of that stuff. Uh, they even get into some business stuff, creative stuff that I know all too well as well. It's also a big mm-hmm. dilemma here in uh, the local wrestling scene. So it's not for me. It's for you. Pati mga extracurriculars, mga wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Na- yeah, Discipline pa sila ni Al Snow and everything. Na, you know, di- dito rin naman, uh, we have our own <laughs> extracurriculars as well, pero wala yeah. kaming Al Snow to keep everybody in check. Oh, yeah. Uh, we do kind of have one uh, in a way, in a manner of speaking, pero siempre, um, we only did get that like later, you know, mas ngayon lang, diba? Mm. And uh, it's one of those things, uh, yeah, um, I hope that people watch this so they un- they understand um, the kinds of personalities and psyches that inhabit our industry. Uh, I'm not, now that I know what it is, now that, now that I know what's in the series, I'm not in a big rush to, to watch all of it, you know? I don't know about you guys, but it's nice. It's well done for sure. But yeah. uh, this is too much of my real life to make me care that much about it. So there are two things I want to say about wrestlers. The first is uh, I've only seen the first couple of episodes, but like you, Ro, there's so there's so many familiar elements, but it all feels too real and for a good reason because we did live through this stuff and we have been living through this stuff. That being said, what I appreciate about the documentary is at least yung part of its uh, part of its conceit is the fact that there's a ticking time bomb, so to speak, on OVW. Now they're facing a financial burden, and meron silang co-owners, meron silang uh, financiers who have put pressure on Al Snow. Na kapag hindi kumita yung yung investment nila, which is OVW, <laughs> they're gonna shut it down, or they're gonna have to refigure out a way to recoup that investment. So that's a classic documentary storytelling device. Where if you're uh, documenting a small business or or a small endeavor, you put pressure into the story by uh, putting a time limit on it. Obviously, this was filmed last year. 
and it's 2023 buhay pang OVW so that also tells you a little uh, a little something about the behind the scenes goings on of filmmakers and documentaries how they really make something feel like merong urgency to the matter Diba? Otherwise, it would be just like every other wrestling documentary that's produced about small-time promotions. That doesn't mean that this is bad, though. I'm just uh, saying that uh, when you're watching it, you're thinking, huh, is OVW in danger? I don't know if it is, but it's still alive today. I mean, it's, granted, it's still it sounds like we're... I, I don't know if you're... I, I didn't really feel na never sila naging at risk. Eh. Kasi, yes, granted, may kwento ko pa rin kailangan i-kwento. Diba? But at the same time, It is a small business. It is very believable Pero, na mawawalan sila ng pera, di ba? It's, these are all like very real stakes here. So kahit, kahit alam na natin na yung ending na OVW still around, I guess they didn't go under, it didn't necessarily mean that at that point in time, there were no real stakes, di ba? Or everything was just invented yeah. on the spot. Ang alam yeah. ko, OVW is available to watch on Fight. I think it's for free. So yep. if you if you ever if you ever feel the need to you know find out for yourself what they were talking about, you know what what the series is about what they highlighted there you can go you know go on fight and watch all of that stuff so I'm I'm guessing it's very much still alive now. Oh no man, it, it is still alive. The second thing I wanted to bring up was that um, I juxtaposed it with Monster Factory, which is another wrestling documentary which is out on Apple TV. So that one covers the Monster Factory, which is run by Danny Cage out of Paulsboro, New Jersey. So it's a six-part docuseries. It's much shorter, much lighter in tone compared to wrestlers. And the Monster Factory, yung, even the visuals, the feel of it is very... Uh, it, it's very much like a teen movie, kind of like Scott Pilgrim, even with the graphics and everything. So when when you compare Monster Factory and wrestlers, you get a sense of the difference in the way na inataki nila yung uh, yung pagcover ng same subject, which is a small independent promotion. In wrestlers, the the focus is really on whether or not Al Snow and his ragtag group of indie wrestlers and veterans can keep this promotion alive and satisfy yung kanila mga uh, financial backers. Whereas in Monster Factory. The, the story is about how this very small promotion run by a coach na wala masyadong credentials, doesn't get enough credit, but has a long pedigree of wrestlers na napaangat niya na to the WWE, to AEW, etc. How can they pr- produce their next big star? So, iba yung, iba yung atake, iba yung angle, but it's essentially the same story. And comparing the two series of the first two episodes, mas enjoy ko yung Monster Factory eh, kasi mas light siya. And um, it presents a, a different side of something that we've sort of lived through here in the Philippine scene, except it's it's more hopeful, it's more optimistic. Which is not to say na uh, napaka hopeless ng wrestling scene. It's just that uh, you know you're fighting an uphill battle the moment you get into independent wrestling, and uh, it, it's one of those things that you only really know until you're in there. I I don't know what this I don't know what the story, the overarching story of Monster Factory is. I just, uh, I just really like wrestlers. For the fact that it shows you the life outside of WWE and AW, um, you know whatever's on TV, um, it's really nice. Because it's the challenges that uh, we all deal with when people yeah. when people hear that we're wrestlers, we're, we're doing things in the local wrestling industry. We, we we've started up our, our local wrestling industry. It's not all uh, glitz and glamour and automatic uh, major league level uh, pro wrestlers like you would see in WWE. Right? So I, I really want more fans, um, especially fans who are more on the casual side to, to watch this and find out every ugly detail of the industry because um, that's what they don't know about. And I wish they would. 
Ang ganda din nung sinabi ni Shoemaker during his interview for this show. Right? In one episode, he goes it's he goes by saying he goes saying something like rather na wrestling fans it's not like it's not that wrestling fans are gullible it's that they're in on the on the joke. So parang that in itself prefaces all the insider kayfabe smashing details that people will encounter throughout the series, which I also uh, ironically enjoyed. Kasi I've been on the spot telling people na hindi ko na enjoy kasi nakita ko yung set up the match or set up the <laughs> ring before the show. But for some reason, dito na-gets ko kasi may context siya within the larger storytelling uh, mechanism that they tried to pull off here. Now, I'm not saying na mas nagustuhan ko to than Monster Factory because I have not seen that yet. Pero it is, to me, a a more successful endeavor in terms of storytelling kasi mas na-invest ako dun sa mga tao na involved eh. Yeah. Uh, mas maraming veteran presence for sure dito sa wrestlers. Al Snow pa lang, di ba? 42 years in the business. Uh, Cash Flow, one of his veterans in OVW, has also been around a lot. Uh, sina Shoemaker and Kaz, they they really speak of him with such high regard. They actually got to interview those two guys on the latest episode of The Masked Man Show. So if you've seen at least one episode of Wrestlers and then you check out that interview, magandang complimentary piece siya. Uh, because um, those two guys hadn't seen wrestlers at the time they were interviewed but they were also able to get into yung, yung hesitation nila to participate in a project like this especially someone like Al Snow who in the documentary palang is featured as such an old school uh, wrestler na uh, hindi siya as open to ideas even when uh, it, it's the financial backers that are bringing it up so nandun yung push and pull nandun yung tension diba na the financial backers are trying to bring in some non-wrestling ideas na sinasabi ni Al Snow na no that's not gonna work kasi this is how I was raised and ito yung pananaw ko towards the business so <laughs> it's a very yeah. en- entertaining push and pull yes and saka jumping off of that one another uh, subplot na medyo important was the whole doers versus non-doers mechanic that they tried to bring in. Oh, we're going to talk about this. Huh? Oh, we're going to talk about this now. All right. No, because no, I'm uh, sorry, Ro. I'm going to spoil it. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's a docuseries. But there is a, there is a, because it's prevalent in the local scene, right? In lo- anything, in any industry that you are in. Of course, may mga taong ayaw makinig sa outside instruction, di ba? And ah, so, yun. this okay. was an important... That, that particular... Oh. Th- this was an important talk point throughout the whole documentary kasi the people, the backers that came in to save OVW were, like Stan said, providing significant input into the company pero ayaw sila pakinggan ng wrestlers because they were not quote-unquote part of the club, di ba? They weren't uh, doing... Hindi sila wrestler Hindi sila wrestler, exactly. So para, eh, para, Pero isang mayor, ah. Like, the, the mayor of Louisville, Kentucky is one of the no. financial backers. I, He actually won yan. the election. Yes. I, good, I googled who Matt Jones was and he was a pretty big deal. So, so Matt, no, no, no. Matt Jones is the sports radio host. Yes, Craig uh, Greenwood, yung partner niya, yun yung mayor, pucha. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Jones also like a significant personality in Kentucky sports. So, mm. dalawang pumasok na to, they are actually big deals. It's just that they are also not wrestlers. So, madami din push and pull na nangyayari to, na sinabi ni Stan. So, ako, I appreciated that little detail in the series. 
Yeah, so uh, go check it out. It's available on Netflix. Seven episodes na tig uh, isang oras. But alternatively, if you want something lighter, a little bit more optimistic, <laughs> then uh, go check out The Monster Factory on Apple TV. That one is much shorter. Six episodes that take 30 minutes long. So uh, pick and choose. But you know, um, there's, a, there's an abundance of wrestling documentaries out mm. there that's easily available right now. All right. But I want to dock you in a, in a super light. I mean, they, they all got to be serious because the wrestling business is not, is not, you know, is not all that light. To I mean, compared with. to Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, no, no I mean, like, it's either Dark Side of the Ring or you know, an old, a documentary about an old wrestler in WWE. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, uh, in in neither case, no one gets like seriously injured or killed. So, it's about yes. yeah, that's true. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So yeah, so, yeah, let's go over to Rowan's pick, which comes from MWF Road to Fate. Uh, this was part of, I believe, the pit stop or the first hour, yeah, the which first. has already gone on air. Sa Rock of Manila TV. It's also accessible on the Facebook and YouTube uh, channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Of Rock of Manila, he picked the match between Joey Rosas, FKA Pink Shirt, and his Catropa Isaiah Valencia. So according to Rowan, uh, this is the storyline that pinaka na hook because uh, Joey Rosas is suddenly his favorite MWF wrestler, and he feels <laughs> na Joey carried the whole feud with his wit, uh, with his wit and his comedic timing. And para kay Rowan of all the trainee graduation matches, like stand out though to because this is a story that has been going on for about six months. And now that Rowan mentions sure. it, I'm like, oh no, this has been going around <laughs> for about half a year. And uh, it it all started with the backstory ni Pink Shirt. Uh, natuwa, natuwa si Rowan na si Isaiah Valencia wore his white shirt gear, probably as a callback to how he also once went through that same path. And when Joey Rosas won the match, uh, you know, uh, I was there backstage. Uh, Rowan is in the crowd, obviously. He was one of those many people that erupted. And Rowan felt na pre-show palang main event level na. So uh, those are Rowan's words, not mine, obviously, because I work for the company and I'm just reading his his outline here. Uh, sabi ni, ni Rowan, gusto rin niya na sumali ng Oro Plata Mata si Joey Rosas uh, <laughs> because it is so well, random. And this is why Rowan Camacho is not a promoter. Um, <laughs> uh, in reality, uh, if you've been following MWF storylines, then you know <clears throat> that uh, Joey Rosas is on his way to joining Hassel, not even Barangay Bagsakan, which is Isaiah's uh, stable, which he offered Joey Rosas an invitation for. Pero yung nga, dinikline nitong si Joey Rosas. So um, I'm not going to ask Ro because obviously he's also part of the company. So Igao Chino, what did you think about this since uh, you follow MWF on and off? It's 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 alright. I mean, 
I I get what Rowan liked about it, the knowing knowing the boy and how much a fan he is of the product. But I mean, I'm not. I'm. This is gonna sound off. But at the end of the day, this is like a a, a boot campers match, right? This yeah, is like no, I agree. This it's not like the top me, but it's not like you're talking about. He talks about it like it was Fabio Makisig versus Robin Sane. <laughs> it's it is not. It's two boot campers, and so at the end of the day, it's not even the best Filipino wrestling product out there last week. To me, yeah. I mean, I can't dis- disregard Rowan's opinions on the matter. But to me, I just thought it was just, all right, it was there in the first match in a in a long card. So <laughs> you couldn't, I don't know what stood out to it to Rowan, pero knowing how much a fan he is of the storyline, yeah. I can't disagree with that. No, I mean, like, I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to comment about the match, but. I'm just gonna say that people like what you like, and uh, who are we to tell Rowan? <laughs> nah, yeah. don't be a mark for this or that. Ang sasabi ko lang is I want to thank Rowan for supporting the Filipino wrestling scene's equivalent of Jose Manalo and Wally Bayola. <laughs> they do have that dynamic, lalo na nung yeah. sila ng Sogo discount cards. Joe, Joey Ross is a funny dude. I will say that. Joey yes, Ross yes. is funny. And I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on to my pick of the week, which comes from last week's episode of Raw. So uh, if this is hitting your, your podcatchers on a Tuesday, we haven't seen the updated uh, episode for, from this week. So I'm going to pick the match between Imperium and the team of Tommaso Ciampa and Alpha Academy. What a fun trios match. Holy crap. Um... Sobrang gandang showcase lang talaga for all six players, all of whom are significant movers and shakers in Monday Night Raw right now. Si Tommaso Ciampa is clearly being built up for something, even though Chad Gable is the current rival of Gunther over the Intercontinental Championship. But you can see why Ciampa is in the mix here, and he is definitely not one to just fade in the background. So uh, you got to appreciate how how Ciampa is hell-bent on making his presence felt both as a character and as the human being behind the wrestler. Uh, we already know what to expect from Imperium. They always bring it. But in that sense, Chad Gable and Otis, to be honest, because they've been such reg- regular fixtures on our TV screen. But I want to uh, give a shout-out to, I believe it was uh, Bobby Roode who produced this match. Because yes. they released oh, a list of the producers. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I didn't know that. They- uh, they said that Bobby Roode was the producer behind this one and then Nick Aldis was the producer of another good match from last week's episode of Raw. So you see how all of those wrestling minds come together and uh, that that last two or three minute stretch leading to the finish of this match really had me at the edge of my seat. Literal na nagising ako. Parang, okay, uh, seryoso na. Uh, they're, they're not here to, to play or mess around. So um, I really, really enjoyed this six-man match and uh, I, I think we talked uh, we, we talked about how uh, if, if you're going to show a current wrestling show to a non-wrestling fan to get them hooked, I believe you guys, the consensus you know, was, was collision. Whereas for me, I was arguing on behalf of Raw because it's basically the new SmackDown from the way that it feels with all the wrestling quality. And this, this trios match, this six-man match is another example of why that statement for me holds true. I agree. No, I, I I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that you know, collision was my pick. Nung panahon panisiyang pang, pero now um, it's anyone's game, really. Uh, 
I, I, I wouldn't mind you showing WWE. WWE is really hitting it right now. So that's pretty cool. I, I would do that as well, especially with such a likable guy as Chad Gable and Otis and to an extent, Si Champa. Uh, I, talk, I talked about the booking of this uh, story on last week's stream. Uh, I, I said that more than ever, you got to stop fucking around and give Gable the championship. Be, have him be the guy to beat Gunther. Because hey, you can't keep doing the Roman Reigns thing where you build a guy up and then really get him to uh, really get him to the spot where people really think and feel he should win. That was you're not going to give it to him because hey, you're protecting a reign and an evil heels monster reign. So then this is pretty much um, we're, we're at this point already. And um, I think uh, Gable's work has spoken for itself as well. I agree with what you said about this match. Um, for now, he gets a moral victory with uh, with the uh, I think submission. I think did he get the submission. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Submission. Yeah. On uh, Mars uh, on uh, Mar- uh, Kaiser. Ludwig Kaiser. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he gets that. He gets that. Uh, that moral victory, and um, it's really good. I, I just wanted to say that uh, nobody does six man tag matches like WWE on, on their main roster. Um, it's just not the same in other companies. It's also not the same in AEW because they ramp up the intensity uh, all the way to the finish and they keep going all the way to the finish. And um, that just goes to show you that uh, these are legit pros. Like they don't have that much time to do things, but when it's time for them to turn it on and uh, go for the sprint at the last three or five minutes uh, and that's what really makes the, the WWE six-man tags must watch no matter who it is or you know at the kind of the top actually no matter who it is whether it's a mid-carder or near the top of the card on the main roster yeah shout out Tommaso Ciampa the man he's not he's not a young lad anymore major dumami then your injuries now over time so his career has got has gone through a lot of setbacks but but from this match alone, grabe, parang, so Tommaso Ciampa, when he is there, you'll notice him there. right? He's not the biggest, but his actions speak volumes. And I appreciate the showcase all six of this men, these men rather put on. But most especially, Tommaso Ciampa, being a Tommaso Ciampa fan, I do appreciate how they really made him look good in this matchup. Na parang hindi lang siya nawala. As the odd cup, as the third party, dito sa our third wheel, dito sa Alpha Academy. But I really, I also really appreciate how good they made Alpha Academy Academy look. And it wasn't just Gable, right? It wasn't just Gable doing his thing, but see, Otis yeah. then also had some shine, right? He wasn't just a sidekick now; he was actually there, right? Imperium also always blowing it out of the park. So, parang ako, I really also enjoyed this six man tag. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm really happy that uh, no one else or, or that I was able to call dibs on this one and include it dito sa ating Picks of the Week episode. All right, let's go over to Emil's pick, which comes from Impact 1000 from over the weekend. Congratulations to Impact Wrestling. 1,000 episodes of any show is no joke. So yeah. uh, what an accomplishment for that company. Uh, they featured the X Division Championship in their main event. It was Chris Sabin versus Leo Rush. So Chris Sabin won his 10th X Division Championship in this match. And uh, Emil pointed out how Chris Sabin main evented Episode 1 of Impact in 2004. And then 19 years later, Episode 1000. Shout out to main event. So my nice mirroring heading into this match. Um, 
see, Emil, he points out that the X division in and of itself is probably TNA's biggest contribution to the business. Kaya feeling niya, it's very fitting that this X division championship match main evented the 1000th episode of Impact. Uh, he also says it was a great main event match and uh, it's basically what you'd expect from an X division championship match. Leo Rush looked great and... Um, Pinapoint out din yan na si Chris Sabin is really such an underappreciated talent, especially throughout his entire career. And uh, he hopes that the Motor City Machine Guns could have had a, a run in like a bigger promotion so that more people could have seen their greatness uh, at their peak, at their prime. But Impact is pretty much their home with Alex Shelley being the Impact World Champion and then Chris Sabin being X Division Champion once again. So, sila talaga yung nagwawagayway ng bandera ng Impact. Uh, on my end, I actually watched this just a few hours ago and I had fun. So, much fun like see Chris Sabin Chris, uh, Chris Sabin walang kupas talaga you know I, I have seen bits and pieces of his work over the years I, I won't uh, lie and say I'm the biggest Impact fan out there I'm not uh, but the the few matches of, of the MCMG and of Chris Sabin that I've seen uh, he, he does stand out and here as a singles guy sobrang fluid nung galaw niya and like if you think na Leo Rush can like outquick him and outwit him then nakipagsabayan si Chris Sabin eh, which really added to the entertainment factor of this match and I I uh, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, plus points to Emil here for picking an impact match, which normally doesn't really make my rotation, and for forcing me to watch this uh, this week. Yeah, uh, many people um, have MCMG as one of their low-key best tag teams ever, and it's easy to see why. Uh, I'm not sure about uh, Chris Saban being underappreciated. Maybe in a sense, uh, he never got a look from um, from a bigger company, but uh, from Impact, uh, he was always well-heralded. Uh, Shampra, he he got his world championship uh, back in the day thanks to Option C. So that's a thing that they did with him. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not he stayed uh, in the wrestling business. I know Jose that he would um, do some you know big boy work outside of the business so sometimes it you know he never got a consistent um he never got a consistent run uh, especially in his later years so it's a thing that happens to everyone because say um the, the business doesn't always pay that well for a living even if it even if you're like ending up on tv uh I, i've always liked leo rush i'm a big leo rush fan people think that he's you know a little too fast, a little too out there, especially with his um, behavioral problems. But uh, he, he was a really special talent. And there was a reason why WWE originally signed this super small dude who goes, you know, 100 miles an hour. Right? Um, he was like the second coming of either Rey Mysterio or Tiger Mask. Right? He was he's that good. And it sucks. He, he kind of doesn't uh, stay out of his own way. Either he gets injured or um, he gets heat, something uh, between the two. That's why you don't see him as much anymore. Um, he doesn't work the bigger promotions anymore. Uh, he had a shot in AW and now he doesn't. Um, and Shepard Chris Sabin is really one of those guys. Now, if when you when you hear X Division, you think of uh, the the guns, and then. Shempre TNA back in the day made their bones on the really fast, uh, high, fast-paced, high-intensity form of wrestling uh, that that uh, took hold of the the American wrestling scene, especially in the independent. So um, it's good to see. I'm actually um, the the thing I like most about this is after almost two decades, Chris Sabin is still able to work well, and I hope that he is still in good health and good shape. And he's in good shape, but I hope he's also in good health. And um, you just like to see some someone you know wrestling as well as he does now than he did um, as he did 
two decades ago. It's like he could be like one of the LeBrons of pro wrestling at this point. Yeah, no, MCMG has a near deified status in Impact Wrestling. Both of them are holding significant singles championships in the Impact World Title and now the X Division World Championship. People are saying that they might do an option C storyline here. Sana hindi, because that's a very impact thing to do. But then again, that's a very impact thing to do. So But it's wrestling, right? You've got a, yeah. a long-standing tag team. Both of them yeah. have singles championships. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not oh. just an impact thing. Yeah, well, okay, fair, fair no, the, enough. The option oh. C is the impact thing. <laughs> the yes, the whole the trading in the, the, the yeah, uh, X-Division. Right. The, the option yeah. C is the impact thing. But... And as a whole, Impact 1000 actually also felt very special. They had that Feast or Fire uh, Battle Royale, so to speak, at the stop of the show. They had they had brought back a lot of people to, to the show as well. So I really appreciated the effort they put out this week for Impact TV because essentially what people got was a free pay-per-view in however many hours that Impact airs in the U.S. Two hours. Two hours. There we go. Yeah. 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 So there. Uh, great pick here from Emil. Chris Sabin versus Leo Rush. The whole match is available on YouTube, by the way. It's free uh-huh. and it's in HD. So yeah. uh, if you want some good wrestling, it's a good 15 uh, minute match uh, after pro- entrances and championship celebrations. So a pro tip yung impact memberships on YouTube is only about $15. So that's what. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> That's like five. That's it's way more than we charge for our Patreon, Chino. So it's way more than WWE as well. I might you know, be wrong. Peacock, it's less than fifteen dollars. I just did the math in my head. It was way less. <laughs> siguro two hundred na yung binayad guys. What I'm oh, so around five dollars. Oh, maganda siguro. So it's it's very affordable too. So may may archive yun, diba? May may archive may extra content. I actually took it all and I'm enjoying my purchase so far. Nice. So, That's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got one more pick here. Not in consensus for this week. So let's go to Roe for his pick of the week. Yeah, it is one a women's match and one a rampage match. Uh, to, so you don't get to do that often. It is Chris Statlander versus Jade Cargill in what is pretty much, um, it's unspoken, but it's pretty much Jade Cargill's last match in AEW because she is rumored to go to WWE. Uh, I think we talked about this, or we are we're talking about it on Thursday, because over the weekend, was the rumor, and uh, it was pretty much the rematch from the short uh, TBS Championship match that they had in um, I don't know, what what pay per view was that? Double, Double or nothing? nothing. Double or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So when when Chris Stat, when Chris Statlander came back and uh, won the championship from Jade in Jade's second match of the night, so this is really really good stuff. Like it's so so good. Chris Statlander is like uh, my low key best women's wrestler in the entire uh, AEW roster. Uh, he she shows why because um, very few women on the roster can move as confidently and as smoothly as a man. I'm not trying to compare them to men but uh you, you, she doesn't work she doesn't move like your uh whatever image of a uh, women's wrestler that you have in your head so um stat is such a natural athlete and she carried and she led not carried but she led jade to a really really good match in which jade um proved naren how 
solid she is, how uh, promising she is as a pro wrestler coming from a non-pro wrestling background before coming to AEW, diba? Right? And if this was like uh, a showcase for Jade when uh, to the WWE, for the WWE, when she f- finally goes over there, then I think it was a successful mission. Okay, this is what you're getting. You're getting the uh, you're getting the athlete that successfully transitioned to pro wrestling, which is pretty much yung formula na rin nila as a performance center, di ba? So this was also uh, a really fitting farewell match for Jade kasi um, it was the highly competitive match that she didn't get nung double or nothing. So really, really good stuff. It was the better Chris Statlander main event of the weekend. She main evented both weekend shows, uh, Rampage and Collision. So that goes to show you then how much they value uh, Chris Statlander as champion. Yeah, see, Ro hit it on the head when he said, hindi ito women's wrestling match, quote-unquote. Because when I was watching it, I was already done with the notion of, of quote-unquote divas wrestling. <laughs> or you girly girl wrestling that na, na he was alluding to because this man was this match was very very hard hitting very fast paced they both ladies looked very strong natuwa ako sa intensity nitong match na to and if this is the kind of intensity that Jade Cargo brings to maybe NXT or the main roster then she will be an instant star because she has the look she has the, the charisma. So I, I am all for Cargill getting a bigger stage because I think her overall package is much better served on a glitzier uh, product like the WWE. So we know na, or we can probably assume at this point na palisang nga ng AEW tong si Jade Cargill, especially because of the rumors and lahat mga balibalita from everybody online. But what do you guys think about her curtain call moment at the end with Chris Statlander? Because Jade Cargill throughout her entire run in AEW, she's presented herself as basically that bitch. Her words, the bad. That's why she called the TBS that bitch show. That that's her championship. And then she's been such a baddie talaga when she came back from injury, she feigned helping Stat only to turn on her and beat her down. And then she still had yung angas niya heading into the Rampage rematch only for her to shake Stat's hand afterward and give her a hug as if they've been friends for a long time. So what do you think about that curtain call in the year of our Lord 2023? Okay, so one of the problems I had with this match when I saw it was that it was super under-promoted. Like nobody, nobody I think, um, you, you get the rundown before the main event ng Dynamite. But, um, other than that, it, there were no bones made about this match. And when I found out that it was going to be Jade's last or, you know, purportedly Jade's last match with the company, I understood why. Because, hey, Shepard, as Tony Khan is a promoter, you, you don't want to really draw attention to the fact that this is the final swan song of your uh, of one of your biggest stars over the, the home past road. Yeah, the homegrown over the past few years. Because, Shepard, you don't want to draw attention to the fact that she's leaving for what she believes is greener pastures Tiba. So I get it. Um I think uh that moment pretty much solidified your rumors. Like they proved it proved that they were true. Now Kasempre, if she was coming back next week, then obviously she wouldn't throw away her entire character and creative by doing that with stat Tiba. So um I th- I thought it was nice um looking back at it. Uh I, I didn't know at the time 
that Jade was leaving, but I also, without that knowledge, I thought it was a nice moment. Because uh, I don't know why, but I, I believed the emotion that she showed there. All right, yeah, you go. Chino. Ako, other than it proving yung mga rumors and innuendos na nababasa natin online, I appreciated the show of respect. That said, hindi nakatulong to sa body image niya. So yes, tama. It might as well confirm na that is Jade's last match. Diba? Na hindi na natin siya makikita on AEW TV anytime soon. Diba? I, 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 other than that, kasi I don't know what they tried to accomplish with Jade giving uh, Stat her flowers like that on, on TV still. Diba? After the show, my gets ko pa. But on TV, while it's still going, parang medyo weird din niya siya. So, y- yun lang eh. Yun lang yung na-accomplish niya. I, I, I don't see anything logical about it other than that. Yeah, you know, I just felt like asking it because it kind of threw me off even though I watched the match knowing the same thing we all know now which was, you know, parang farewell match niya, niya nga yon in uh, AEW. It was just very strange since uh, Jade was never presented as anything more than a very cocky and arrogant heel throughout her entire run in AEW. So there. Uh, quick recap of our picks of the week as we wrap this one up. Uh, you've got wrestlers on Netflix. That's from Chino. From Rowan, the match between Joey Rosas and Isaiah Valencia from MWF Road to Fate. For me, the trios match between Imperium and the team of Tommaso Ciampa and Alpha Academy from last week's Raw. For Emil, it's Chris Sabin versus Leo Rush for the Exhibition Championship ng Impact 1000. And for Roe, it's Chris Statlander versus Jade Cargill from this past weekend's Rampage. So there, uh, that's gonna do it for our Picks of the Week special. You know what to do if you wanna add yours or chime in sa conversation namin. Hit us up. It is at Roe is War, at Chino Supersized, at Monday Night Rowan at EML underscore Meister and at underscore Stan C. Don't forget to follow the podcast uh, on TikTok and on Twitter. It is at Wrestling2XPod. For Facebook and Instagram, it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And if you haven't yet, please do give us a follow on Spotify and uh, give us a five star rating um, over there and wherever else you get your podcasts. We will catch you on Thursday at 7 p.m. sa ating Facebook page and YouTube channel for our weekly live stream. But then it's a TikTok if we can get that to work for yeah. this week. <laughs> God. Yeah, this we is always a have a lot right to talk now. about. Yeah. And we always have something uh, technical and logistical to fix. But yeah. we will pull through. Because we natin yan. Kung si Beebs kaya mag Singapore, tayo kaya natin ayusin yung mga problema natin. No? Uh, thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper and all of the wonderful people over at the Pod Network for all of the work that they do to keep this podcast afloat. And thank you to every listener, subscriber, follower of the podcast, all of the patrons as well for all of the support that you've shown us over the years. On behalf of Chino Liao and Ro Moran, another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is officially in the books. My name is Stan C. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Out Bye-bye Peace The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.